All right, you're gonna make it. I don't know what that means. <laughs> yeah, you started out last week. You sneeze. started out that you that? weren't going to make it. Oh, this week I'm starting off. You're going to make it. <laughs> Am you're sneezing, I going to make it? You're sniffling. Well, I, I you have a cold. Don't no, give me a cold. I don't have a cold. <laughs> I just I can't somebody sneeze. I'm in the basement. It's dusty. <laughs> I haven't sneezed. It's dirty down here. No, you haven't. Sne- Good for you. I'm not sneezing. Look at my big stomach. No. But earlier, though, I did notice that you had something over here. I was going to do this during, but then it was scripture unscripted, and I realized that hmm. the camera was on, so I couldn't brush. Just for those of you who can't see this, crumbs she was on your chest, brushing crumbs off my <laughs> your shirt. Shirt. Yeah. I don't know what it Apparently. was. Apparently. Mm-hmm. Um. I mean, I think the audience want to know how did the surgery go? My eye surgery. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> you could hardly call it surgery. <laughs> I had. A couple little bumps on my eyelid. Put you under? And no, but they did shoot a needle into my eyelid, which uh, was frightening. Well, they didn't shoot the needle. Oh, shot, that shot would, that would not the be room. good. She was like, <laughs> like a dart practice. <laughs> <laughs> Just close your eye. Turn to the left. Just a little. Ah! Oh, man. It was, uh, yeah, no, it, it, I wasn't sure if they were going to remove them at this appointment. Your eyes? Yes, my eyes. Oh. Just taking my eyes out. So, like one particular bump that I had very close to my eyelashes gets gets, gets irritated mm. because it's right where like all my makeup goes, and so it'll get inflamed. It'll like it'll, and I could see it in my <laughs> eye line. So, anyways, it just it's annoying. And when I went a couple of years ago to the eye doctor for the first time, she mentioned she saw and she said, you know, I can take those off for you if you ever want them off. That's what I specialize in. Mm. And I was like, oh, imagine I that. will be calling you. Imagine having that as your specialty. Like Moving she can remove bumps stuff. off of people's yeah, eyelids, eyes, around your eyes. Hmm. So it was pretty quick. I mean, she rubbed some numbing stuff. I actually, what I was most freaked out about was the fact that, you know, when you're told to keep your eyes closed and your eyes like, like flutter, like you just... It's almost a struggle when you have to keep your eyes closed because mm-hmm. you're supposed to keep your eyes closed. Get, all right, cl- close your eyes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, keep them closed. Mm-hmm. I'm now going to bring a needle mm-hmm. to your eye. Mm-hmm. How do you feel right now? Mm-hmm. <laughs> you could, yeah. And you, the only reason why you're not fluttering Wait, you had your, your eyes. You had your eyes closed for the needle? Yes, of oh, course. Oh, no, that'd I be did. far easier for me than watching it. No, of course I wasn't. The way you described it, it is like they put it into your eye. It's my eyelid. Oh, no, that would be fine. It doesn't even matter. It's just the fact that you know a needle is coming towards your eye. Listen, let's, and you let, can't let, move. Let's do a little exercise. But she didn't close even, your eyes. No, I'm not. Clo- closing close my, your eyes. I'm not closing my eyes. Close your eyes. I'm not. But she she was pretend, she didn't even say pretend that you're she didn't say like now don't move it's a at all. Beautiful or anything. winter she day. She was just we could relax on like, a mountain. Like here's what I'm doing. I'm just, what are you doing? Like a and, guided meditation. And you're and you're, and you're skiing. <laughs> oh and it's a beautiful. And the wind is in. Picture the wind in your face what? and. It's just perfect. Shut it. All right. Can I finish my story? Perfect skiing conditions. And then you keep doing it and doing it and do it. And the person has their eyes closed. And at some point, you just hit them in the forehead and said, and you just hit a tree and died. You never did that before? No. Hmm. This is something that you've done to people that you know? I mean, it's been a while. (laughs) I don't do it in my adulthood, but. 
Well, you just did. <laughs> well, no, you didn't you let me. You just tried. You didn't, you didn't <laughs> let I'm, me. Because I'm not a child and I know enough not to close my eyes if you're about to start some kind of weird rant that you're about to go on. <laughs> it's like the, <laughs> like the, the, the yoke is it's, running yeah, down. It's like exactly that. like that. <laughs> There's a knife in your back and the blood is running down. <laughs> you weirdo. Yep, yeah, truth. I've never heard the ski one before. That's mm, interesting. There you go. You're hmm. welcome. Thank you. So anyway, yeah, so um, now I can't wear... And you're healing. I'm, yes, I'm healing from... You've been lying down. No. That we've had to take care of you. No, you haven't. You haven't done anything for me. I would have. You would have if I needed it. But no, biggest thing is that I can't put makeup on, so I just look tired all the time. <laughs> <laughs> it's the worst. If you want to know, folks, just go watch our scripter, scripture unscripted. Scripture. Scripture. scripture unscripted. Yes. And you'll see that zero makeup on you know it's it, it, sometimes i can pull it off if i'm really really well rested like nothing no eye makeup but i have really short eyelashes and <sighs> just don't look like i would you wake up i'm not well rested no you're not i have really short eyelashes so i like to wear well, i think you look beautiful well that's really nice of you to say <laughs> thanks so much you're welcome appreciate that <laughs> Uh, and of course, we're recording this oddly on a Thursday night, which, which is means when it's we're already like it's already this. like eleven hours late. <laughs> so there are probably some of you who don't follow us on Facebook. Maybe you're just not Facebook people, and that's fine. So you wait for it to get posted on the website or something like that. Well, and you're noticing there's none. You might be thinking, oh, maybe they're not doing one this week. No, we just just had, just a crazy, had a crazy, crazy week. week. And two, so I had um, two nighttime meetings this week, and. Yes, just like away from yeah. the kids at bedtime. It was, a lot. it was just a lot going and on. And Lori wanted to bail on you guys this week. And whoa, what and... you said? We can. We just don't have to do one this week. Our life is too nuts. Yeah, we I can didn't, just I didn't... do a scripture unscripted. I actually... And we did a scripture unscripted, and I was ready to pack up and go upstairs. And you just turned just it on. Think we to do. We're here. We, we'll do a quick twenty-minute, yeah. half-hour episode and call it a day. Call it a day. We got to pick up children anyway. Yes. Children at different places and work and. Sports stuff. So by the time you guys, this won't be posted until Friday morning, probably. You already know that because yeah, you're so listening to it on Friday. I don't know tell them stuff like that. I don't know. I just talk out loud. Whatever comes to mind, I yeah. say. Oh, that's beautiful. Hope you're having a great second week of that. Advent. Wow. Merry Christmas. <laughs> Yikes. We're either really Second far week of Lent. in the future or. I mean, first week. What am I saying? Head first week past. of Lent. We're still in the It's first Ash Wednesday. Week always gets me. Lent. It always messes me up. We're about to have the, we're at the it's second like Friday of Lent. We're like in a week and a half it's of a, Lent. It's the second Friday of Lent. Correct. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But the first full week of Lent. I get it. I get it. Mm-hmm. Well, and, folks. Um, welcome to an episode of Raising Eight. <laughs> a couple of sinners. Trying to raise saints. So speaking of looking, because I just said this, I said either you're looking to the future, far to the future in the Christmas, or you're looking to the past. And you wanted to talk a little bit last week. You mentioned this topic. So I think we should talk about it just very briefly. And just the idea of God's providence, like how God has worked in our lives. I think sometimes we, and this is your topic, but I'm going to start it off. Mm. Um, shocking. I think sometimes, at least for myself, I know there are times where we go through periods of life where 
life is just busy and we might not see like God's hand all the time at work and, uh, you know, just kind of going along, like doing what needs to be done and, you know, praying and doing, trying to stay close to Jesus. But sometimes we just don't see like how he's working in our lives. And I think a great exercise is to look back and see God's hand because hindsight is always 2020 that we can see God's hand working throughout different periods of our life. And that helps to reaffirm our faith, knowing that he's been along with us, guiding us, blessing us along our path. Yeah, because this is where hindsight is 2020. That's what I just said. You just said that? I said hindsight's 2020. Hmm, You're not even head. listening to I am me. listening. That's the thing. Uh, I said hindsight's 2020. I'm done. So, you know, it's like hindsight's 2020. <laughs> Are you sure it's not like 2015? Or... And instead of looking forward, <laughs> oh we should look God. back. Sorry. No, it's it's. I think especially when you're when you're in the kind of the throes of raising a family, you know, maybe you're in the especially if you're I'm thinking back to when the early years where it was just like one thing after another after another. It just felt like it was just one big long blur, lack, lack of sleep <laughs> mm -hmm. for you know, especially the first kind of six seven years. Really, like we're just we're still figuring, really just figuring things out. Mm -hmm. There's no rhythm to life. It's just constant, always a baby around. And yeah, it's a baby around, and that's not bad. No, obviously that's not a bad thing, but it just feels like it's big blur. And and in our early our marriage, you know, we had some difficulties, and so it's even hotter. So when that's happening, you just like, even though you're praying, like you were saying, you're praying, you're trying, you're going to mass, you're trying, you're trying. It can still feel like sometimes, like where's God, where's God's hand in this? And you and I have long, many times have uh, reflected and talked about looking back and just so clearly seeing. God acting and, and and being with us in very specific ways in, in, in the tough times and, of course, in the good times as well. But seeing it clearly, seeing how he put our life together and mm -hmm. sent people in our lives or opened up doors that we needed open in a particular time, even though we didn't recognize. Sometimes we've had experiences where we knew God was doing something very clearly. Mm -hmm. What? Oh, I thought you were telling me to do that, and I just realized no. that's your eye. It's just my eye. I didn't have to like do this with my eyelashes. <laughs> okay. Cause Sorry. I... I thought you were like, you know. You'd be, you'd be... <sighs> Anyways, so I think it's. I think this is. Um, I think this is important for us. Obviously, for us as individuals, looking back on our journey of faith with the Lord, I think it's important for couples, for us as couples, to do that. And I think this is an important thing to teach our kids, because mm -hmm. our kids, you know, we live in a very entitled narcissistic society and even even disciples of jesus can fall into that tra the trap of instant gratification is needed otherwise oh the lord has abandoned me and mm -hmm. um and so our kids are inundated by this even if you try to raise them well it, it, it surrounds them in the culture and so to begin planting seeds in their lives to help them to begin to be aware of god's actions in their in their lives mm -hmm. and talking about that with them. So when you first said this and just when I was thinking about it again, like tonight, just thinking about the Israelites, I think I mentioned that, like the Israelites, think about when they were in the desert for 
40 years, you know, mm. um, they had to, they constantly, I mean, when you read the Old Testament, there's a constant looking back at how the Lord provided. Let's look back. Let's look back. How did the Lord provide? He's always provided for us. And they pass those stories down to their generations because why? To remember the Lord's goodness. They wrote songs about it. Um, the 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 Exodus. I was just talking to the kids today. The girls, um, the little girls are learning in story of the world. They are today talking about uh, Moses and parting of the Red Sea and the story of the Exodus. And that story throughout the scripture afterwards is constantly referred to. Look at what the Lord did. He parted the Red Sea. Like this was a major way that God took care of us. He saved us from the hands of the Egyptians. And I, okay, we probably don't have Red Sea parting stories in our lives. I mean, but maybe we do. Maybe you do. Maybe there's like some major miracle that happened or, but even if there's not, there, when we, when we really take an honest look back, if we've been walking a journey with the Lord, so obviously if we weren't walking a journey, we were like steeped in sin or whatever, that we could still sometimes find the Lord's hand. He rescued me from that or he, he saved me from yeah, this bad situation being or whatever. My, being kind of muddied with sin and or whatever else going on in our lives makes it impossible for us to see his hand. And that's why a conversion is almost necessary to be able to help people now go back and because you're not look. paying attention. You're not, you, right. you don't know what how God is. You don't know how he might be acting in your life. Mm -hmm. But I think this is an important thing for people who have conversion and find God in their lives. It's a good exercise for them to look back on their lives and to see, because there are probably moments where once you hear their story, you can point out, well, think about wow. that for a second. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. Again, it doesn't have to be, power. we sometimes right. get caught in, like, I think you hear what you're saying, like the big, big, big things. Sometimes it's subtle, it's simple, mm -hmm. but it's there. Mm-hmm. But we have to we have to kind of open our eyes and and not kind of have blinders on, but really kind of take a look at the wider scope of our of our life journey. And calling on the Holy Spirit to help us to look at our sure. past, and to with clear with clarity to see how He was working. How was the Lord working? It's interesting you say the the Israelites in in the desert, which is important, but in. they they also grumbled, right? So there's like mm -hmm. both things. It's funny when you think of that story. You, Read Exodus. Both things are happening. God comes through, and then before you know it, they're complaining. They're complaining again. God comes through for them. They're complaining Before long, again. they're complaining again. Then they're, they're, they're building false, false yeah, idols right. and false gods. They're melting all their so metals. It, but it shows us the human condition. It shows us the human mm -hmm. condition, and this is kind of, I think, what we're getting at is if we're, if, we're not, if we're not taking time to reflect and really think about and, and, and trying to be aware of God's movement in our lives— and that should be a regular or ongoing thing. I mean, we should be doing it every, at the end of each day. It doesn't mean that we're going to look back on the day and see something, oh, yeah. But the more we are in tune with God's movement in our lives and the more we practice this, the more mm -hmm. we're going to be able to see even the small little things that he's doing in our lives. And they're not going to be big aha moments. All I mean, the time. I mean, Sometimes they will. St. Teresa of Calcutta, Mother Teresa, right? We know that she went through a, decades of of dark time where she didn't. It's she didn't doubt God's providence. She kept she never lost faith, but that she, she you know, she wrote to her spiritual director that she was in a complete desert time. Mm -hmm. So we have to be careful of that we're also not just kind of looking for feelings. Right. Um, because sometimes you look back and it's not like, oh boy, that was awesome. It was that was that was dark. It was hard. And yet God was there. Mm -hmm. And I could see that God was there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Why are you laughing? Nothing you you went, mm-hmm. 
That's it. All true. We're fading. I am tired. Yeah, but we 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 got it. We're gonna. It's gonna be each episode. I'm noticing is gonna get shorter, shorter, and shorter. And shorter. And shorter. Before you know, it, we're not gonna have one anymore. <laughs> we'll have a two minute episode. It is interesting because I'm thinking like because things are starting to happen again. The world opened up, and right. I know for myself, it's like this March is gonna it, like I look at my schedule. It looks like a normal like pre COVID mm. month during Lent. Like busy, busy, busy. Lots going on. And it was, it was hitting me like we never had to do like we've. It's true. Record like try to yeah, keep exactly. this podcast going in the middle. Of it started really in the middle. It started stuff. at the beginning of the pandemic. That's true. When I was always working from home and no commute, and mm-hmm. so it is interesting. Like how long are we gonna be able to do this? I think we can just because again we don't have to have forty five minute episodes. That's true. And quite frankly, like if so, I were listening, I wouldn't want to listen to us for forty five minutes. You think they? You think they want our episode shorter? I have no idea. It depends we, if people really are listening to, people. to it on there. Yeah, that's true. Like a car ride, and they just you know they need just brainless, empty. <laughs> Is that what we are? Non-inspiring. Oh, that's terrible. <laughs> that's, hey, folks, if you like us, share us with a friend. <laughs> <laughs> if you want your friend's day to be ruined, <laughs> pass us pass along. Raising eight along that's, to them. You know, that's just. Self-deprecating humor, and I just, I just don't, I don't approve it? of it. I'm not tolerating okay, it. Okay, that's fine. A uh, little plug before we close up shop today. Um, I, I don't think, I, I don't know if I've, I think I've mentioned the Eucharistic Congress right in the past, but we're getting, you know, a few months away now, and again, we're having a Eucharistic Congress in the Archdiocese of Boston. Colonel Sean Bishop Robert Barron is going to be there. Bishop Flores from, um, I always get. The diocese. Well, he's from Texas, and I'm drawing. Now I'm got a blank on on the on the diocese's name. Uh, Deacon Harold Brooks Sivers. He's he's on, I believe, EWTN Radio. He's 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 a great speaker. And Jason, Jason, Jackie, and Bobby Angel, who are now with Word on Fire, but many of you may know them from their work with Ascension. Uh, those are all of our speakers, and Village Lights are, will be leading us in our music for the day. That the song is Arena in Lowell, so it's pretty good locations for anybody in Maine, New Hampshire, Vermont, most of Massachusetts, even Rhode Island, and and, um, and uh, even Diocese of Fall River. Anyways, it's pretty accessible because of the highways, so we can fit a lot of people. Tickets are on sale right now. Early bird uh, special, if you will, is still going on until the end of the month. You can go to Jesus is Here. Boston.org. Boston? Boston. Boston. Like Boston, like Boston. Like, bust up, move. like you're busting a move. Jesus is here, Boston.org. <laughs> so hopefully you might consider joining us. As I've said previously, Raising Eight will be there. Mm-hmm. That's all I wanted to say. Have anything, nice. Do you have anything else to say in closing? No, in closing, thank you for joining us for another episode of Raising Eight. That's my pot couple sinners trying to raise you asked if i had anything to say you and you did you had something to say i did stealing my lines oh god bless you all yes god bless everyone god bless us everyone (laughs) merry christmas